Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Howdy and welcome to Wikishuffle episode 56. I'm Jack Stewart. I'm joined as ever by my friend Chris Wallace. Hello. And guiding us through the wonderful world of Wikipedia, it's Phil Sharman. How are we? Good. I've got a bit of an ice cream headache from the McDonald's Sunday that you've just made me eat. I didn't make you eat it. You didn't, no. No. You didn't, there was no... I would have happily eaten it for you if you <laughs> didn't want it. It was a... It Don't was make a... out like you didn't have one too. I know, no, that's what I'm saying. I'd have had a second. Yeah. But it sounded as if you were just abstaining. Uh, okay, no, I don't abs- abstain from... Anything. <laughs> it was a very, anything, yeah. It was Good a rare point. gift I didn't expect. Sometimes I can be generous. I don't know. I'm cautious. Uh, everyone does this whenever I do anything generous, which is often. They're like, oh, well, this is unusual. It's not. I do it all the time. Anyway, what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> What's this podcast? This is Wiki Shuffle. You remember. We've done it before. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Well, let me run you through it. It's not a complicated idea. What we do is we press the random article button on Wikipedia. And then what happens is that different articles come up. And then what happens is we read bits of them out. And then what happens is you ask us stupid questions that are vaguely related to the article, <laughs> and we don't know what to say about those questions. Why have you got the headphones on? I had this notice. I thought I got away with it. I was wearing a <laughs> pair of headphones that weren't plugged into anything. By accident, nearly got away with it. I forgot to take them off. Okay. What's going on? What's going on on your face there? A little bit of fuzz. Little I've got I've got a bit of fuzz. Yeah. Well, I've been ill a little bit. Ah. I had a little little cold and just didn't shave. For like this is two weeks worth. I've kind of I've got like the the mustache is like sort of Gary Neville. And yeah. The beard is very sort of eighteen year old heavy metal fan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and together it like com- combined it sort of like a really sinister pedophile. We've chanced upon some pretty strange things on Wikishuffle. Thus is our task. Joe O'Meara. I've never really doubted the reality of them, though. They've seemed no. like actual things. This, I'm not sure that somebody isn't pulling my leg. Go on. This is the u 2 Right. A u 2 is a communion service, or Eucharist, accompanied by U2 songs in lieu of traditional hymns and sometimes as part or all of the service music. The music can be played from a CD or, in less common cases, <laughs> performed by a live band. Uh, no, I'm not having that. No, let me giggle this. I don't think... I think this is a big joke. That's not a thing. A big Wikipedia I'm joke. Not, no, no, sorry. What? What? I don't... So it's a Eucharist. So somehow they've taken church, a church, like, mass. They've taken mass and they've made it more boring. (laughs) (laughs) By adding you two. 
Okay. No, it's real. What? It's no. real. Yeah, but who does it? The Eutucharist. Um, the so they are a thing unto themselves? Oh, as of 2011, it seems like they are. Yeah. So they're like a, a tribute band that only perform tributes at mess. Well, I've got a quote here from a blogger who is a fan of these. <clears throat> my favourite church songs are not in church. They're just not. Maybe one day, but right now my favourite church songs are on YouTube and my iPod. Here are two of them. Magnificent by you two. <laughs> Shut up. This, this carries on. This is probably my favourite song from No Line on the Horizon. Bono has said the lyrics were inspired by Cole Porter and Bach. To me, it reels a lot like one of David's psalms. The song is about two lovers holding on to each other and trying to turn their life into worship. Right now, no song connects me with God like this one. I'm imagining a huge Venn diagram. (laughs) And on one circle, you've got you two, and another, you've got church. And where they intersect, you've just got boring twat. (laughs) Yeah. It's quite a blurry line into the U2 half you've got there <laughs> and over into the church half as well. But we're all having fun outside of that Venn diagram. Sure, yeah, there's a party over there. I'm getting really into this now. There's one, this is a really short one. Let me be frank in telling you that I walked into the U2 Eucharist with strong biases. I am and always have been strongly pro Eucharist and anti U2. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one is cleansing and one is poison. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Have they been turned around? Carry on. I'll, I'll, that's, this is a long article, and I think that the outcome is positive. So, so you could do this with any band, really. You could have a Rage Against the Machine Chorist. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't scan as <laughs> or a well. Or Slipknot Chorist. I mean, <laughs> could. there's no reason you couldn't. If you feel that a band or an artist has a really strong... Churchy vibe. Churchy vibe. You can... Join the two. And you too, Chris. I can't decide if that's a good name. It's not. It's not. No? Okay. <laughs> Make that decision for you. The U2 Eucharist was initially started in the US Episcopal Church, but has been adopted by several other de- denominations. It is typically a liturgical service, including communion, that features the music of the rock band U2 and a message about God's call to rally around the Millennium Development Goals. Am I being a bit harsh towards organised religion here? No, I, not at I know all. That, no, but I know that I'm sure we have churchy type listeners. We probably don't, do we? I can't imagine. Not so. ones that have stuck around. No, they've never <laughs> mentioned it if they are. And I genuinely, I do not know a person who goes to church. I, I do, do not know a I single do. believer. Really? Not one. Not one. Not you one. Don't, not, not even like an elderly relative. No. I've just got the one. She's, you know, she's the last of her kind in mind. The last of her kind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a Highlander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Betty, my grandmother, is the last of her kind. I've got, like, I've got a few in my family that will go at Christmas, but that's it. That doesn't Ooh. really count, does it? The last of her kind on my side gets really annoyed with the people that just go oh, at Christmas. Bet, yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. weather fans. Only Can't thing when you're winning. Good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't like I don't like this. I mean, if I was brought up as a Catholic, and I don't give a shit generally. But the idea of someone just saying no hymns and then putting in you too that doesn't sit well. That's offensive, is it not? Um, if you were Jesus and you'd written all these amazing hymns, I don't. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to church. I don't know. Is right, well, that, as did far Jesus as write the hymns? I think he wrote most of them. He was like okay. an early two pack. He okay. wrote all his own stuff. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John were like the Beatles back in the day. Um, and they wrote a lot of them, but Jesus was like the main songwriter, as far as I'm aware. 
But if he if he's looking at us right now, which obviously he is, is he going to be happy about like Vertigo being played when his work's going to waste? That's disrespectful. Surely, if you buy into church, then you should buy into the fact that the hymns ain't going anywhere. They're not actually as old as Jesus. They came from somewhere. I mean, they were still writing new hymns. So you're saying that in a few hundred years, people could see you two songs in the same way. In the name of love. To be honest, I mean, it's a beautiful day. In the name of love. It starts off like a lot of prayers. Well, yes. In the name of Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Is that how it starts? (laughs) So yeah, maybe one day. Bono. I hope not. That's a horrible world. world. That's awful. You see, the one, <laughs> the one, that's a problem, isn't there? Because there's three. That's against Catholic doctrine immediately. It's denying the Trinity. Mm. That's the worst. Oh, um, that article that I was reading, the long one, about the guy that started off saying, you two is poison. Mm. He carried on and no, he didn't come out pleased. His last words on the subject matter was, no, I don't know what in the world Bono is trying to say. <laughs> that's just how it ends. This is... I feel like it's unfair to blame, but and I like blaming Bono for a lot of things. A lot of them he's probably not responsible for, but blaming Bono for this doesn't seem fair. It's not Unless... fair to blame Bono for any of U2's popularity. It's the fault of the common man. Right, so we've now got a video on of a U2 Christ <laughs> at St. Paul's Cathedral. Um, presumably that's... The actual yeah, Saint no, Paul's Cathedral. No, it isn't actual. No, this is the Anglican Diocese of Huron, so this is somewhere in the Midwest. Oh, okay, I missed that. It's not the Saint Paul's Cathedral. <laughs> well, that's why I was confused and scared. <laughs> but either way, this isn't on. They've all got candles. They've all got their nice fancy clothes. That, yeah, there's this priest wear. So um, this is an Anglican service here, because in America they think of the Anglican Church as being really hippy dippy, don't they? You think? Uh-huh. Yeah, they definitely do. The Anglican Church is the one that's all pro gays. And oh, the other it? churches don't like it. Oh, okay. Well, America, okay, anyway. then that, that, yeah, that kind of fits, I suppose. The Reverend Father David Giffen, the youngest priest in the Anglican Diocese of Huron, is the organizer of Eutucharist. And, uh, Dave, I guess the obvious first question, what the heck is a Eutucharist? Uh, it's a question I'm getting a lot lately. A Eutucharist began a number of years ago. Uh, the lead singer of the critic, or the, uh, the acclaimed band, the U2, Bono, he gave up all the copyrights to all his songs to any church that wants to have a worship service as long as all the money collected goes towards making poverty history. That's what we've done. A couple of people have showed up, and uh, we're still about 20 minutes away from the start. Uh, uh, Got to be pretty happy to see this number of people coming in. It's exciting. It's not just people. It's a lot of young people, and that's something that... You know, as the youngest priest in the diocese, I'd like to have a full career as an Anglican priest, and it excites me to see all these people here. It's wonderful. The U2 Christ is held by supporters to be a great opportunity to reach out to people in their congregations and larger communities, especially young people with messages of global reconciliation and justice for the poor and oppressed. Bono, U2's lead singer, has been a particularly vocal proponent of the Millennium Development Goals and has been proclaimed as a global MDG ambassador. The U2 Christ seeks to raise awareness of the MDGs and call people worldwide to a deeper faith and engagement with God's mission through middle-of-the-road rock music. You look shocked that this is allowed. You're a bit offended, but I I just think this is your your typical alpha course, misguidedly reaching out to the youth type of church activity that I can very easily just ignore. But that's that's why it's offensive. Because if they're trying to reach out to the youth, then... Then do it for you too. Do a fucking Kendrick Lamar... (laughs) 
Eucharist. <laughs> you know, don't go to you too. It's embarrassing on every level. Yeah. No, I'm just not into I it. I didn't expect you to be as offended as you are. I'm not like, I'm not offended. Well, actually, I'm kind of offended. You are. Yeah. I'm offended on behalf of... You too. No, I'm... Jesus. Well, One of the two. I'm offended on behalf of Christians who actually give a shit because that, that to me feels like someone has went in and trampled all over the seriousness of their silly little religion. If you turned up at a synagogue with a fucking Paul McCartney mixtape, <laughs> it wouldn't go down well. That's if you true. turned up at a, at a mosque and started playing Billy Ocean, they're going to tell you to do one. <laughs> so I don't get why this is why accepted. This is accepted. Because the church is fine. They've, it's all been arranged. The church has said, you know what? It sounds like a bloody good idea. You know who would love this? Jesus. Jesus a would. bloody good idea. Jesus yeah. would love this. And then they rang the Pope, and the Pope said, you know what? I've just spoke to him, and he says, he's, he's just finished listening to the best of. <laughs> Hold me for me, kiss me is his favourite. <laughs> Get it on. Get it rolling. A Gatsby sandwich. A Gatsby is a South African submarine sandwich typically sold as a foot-long sandwich sliced into four portions. It is a popular sandwich in the Western Cape province. Stop saying the word sandwich. I don't think I'll be able to. I think I'm going to have to say the word sandwich quite a lot. It's a popular sandwich in the Western Cape province with many fast food and takeaway restaurant stores and food stands purveying them. One large sandwich may be shared among several people. The Gatsby is also sometimes referred to as the nickname AK-47, in part due to how it can be held in one's arm in a similar manner to a firearm. I can't see that in my head. Like that. Like that, yeah. That's disgusting. That's that the is, most I mean, disgusting that, thing you've That does not look like you're gobbling down a sandwich, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> please, ne- please don't put that in. That's disgusting. <laughs> it has been described as a filling budget meal, a standard menu item in Cape Town corner stores, and as a significant part of the heritage and cultural symbol of Cape Flats, where it originated from. What's in it? Tell me what's in it. A Gatsby usually consists of long bread rolls cut lengthwise and opened up to form a sort of cradle, which is filled... We know filled what a sandwich <laughs> is. What's in it? It's filled with various fillings. Oh, okay. While the choice of filling in a Gatsby varies widely depending on customer preference and vendor, one standard item is usually hot chips, i.e. French fries, or slap chips, French fries with vinegar. Ooh. Hot dog buns and roti flatbread are sometimes used, and it is typically prepared using a sauce, most commonly acar or piri piri. So uh, anything. Any, for anything, anything in this. Basically just shove it's whatever just hot, you it's want. basically hot dog and chips in a, <laughs> in a baguette. Yeah. yeah. All right, it sounds all right. I'm fine. Yeah, uh, piri piri sauce. Bring it on. Typically a large-sized sandwich and have been described as suitable for sharing among several people. It's nope. just a massive chip butty. Yeah, but with hot dogs. No, hot dog rolls that can be seen. Oh, it's hot dog rolls. There's no, there's no sausages involved, it's just chips. Oh, so it's a chip butty. That's all it is. <laughs> just a really yeah, big like, one. You Different. can't call it a chip. You can't just take a chip butty and then call it something else. No, we invented can't. that. That's ours. <laughs> <laughs> Different varieties of Gatsby's use meat ingredients such as char-grilled steak, masala steak, fresh or pickled fish, calamari, chicken, poloni curry, Vienna sausage, Russian sausage and eggs. So now it's not even... Now it's just a sandwich. It's just a sandwich. Just, just a, a, sandwich. a general sandwich. It's a great big sandwich. We just call it a Gatsby in uh-huh. South Africa. 
Gatsby's originated in the Cape Flats areas of Ca area of Cape Town, where people would often buy large rolls and fill them with whatever leftovers they had from the previous evening's supper, put in for lunch the next day. It's, it's just, just a sandwich! Just a sandwich. <laughs> just a sandwich! They haven't invented anything here, this is just a sandwich. The Gatsby is traditionally made using foot-long rolls, referred to by bakers as drumsticks rolls, rather than the original hamburger roll popularised overseas, to enable easier filling of the sandwich. That's the problem with a, with a normal burger bun, isn't it? It's very difficult to fill. Yeah, that's the problem. No, but it is, though. Because if you remember, Phil, um, they're cut lengthwise and opened up to form a sort of cradle which is filled with various fillings. I do remember. Remember what you've learned? Uh-huh. Is a chip butty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd kill for a chip butty right about now. Chris and I are full of Thai food. I've never had Thai food before today. It was all right. Thumbs up. <laughs> More cuisine reviews next week on Wiki Shuffle. <laughs> I'm hoping to get a job at the Observer soon. The original Poloni Gatsby sandwich continues to be the most popular variant among customers as this is the cheapest form of the delicious meal. Not a meal. <laughs> it's not a meal. <laughs> it's a snack. The sandwich is named after The Great Gatsby, a oh. 1925 novel written by American author F. Scott Fitzgerald. Nobody really knows when or how the concept came about. When someone saw a sandwich and thought, ah, you know what, it's really good, sandwiches. I feel kind of bad for Cape Town. This is not, this isn't anything. It is believed that the workers from factories in and around Cape Town would share lunches and thus created sandwiches from whatever they had for lunch that day. As the French loaf allowed for extra filling space, they would prefer to use these over traditional bread slices. That way it could easily be shared amongst co-workers. A Gatsby is thus better enjoyed when shared and best served in its largest form. Right, for starters, nothing is ever better enjoyed when shared. But secondly, this is like the most grandiose name for a fucking leftover sandwich yeah. that you could, like you couldn't give it a more pompous yeah. and up your ass name than the Gatsby so if I say on Christmas on Boxing Day the day after mm -hmm. Christmas I made a leftover sandwich I bet you did I, I did of course everyone did yeah. and then you cab it and then you say you came round yeah. for whatever reason I cut it in half and gave you a bit that's a Gatsby yeah that's it sharing that's a sandwich I, if we've got any South African listeners Please, can you explain to us why a Gatsby is different from a sandwich? I know uh, I work with someone who's from Cape Town, so I'll ask him tomorrow. Can you find out for yeah. us? Because I would really like to know why a Gatsby isn't just a sandwich. Does he just is, call is any it... sandwich he has a Gatsby? I've never heard him say Gatsby before. Have you ever heard him say sandwich? I can't, I can't recall. <laughs> I haven't kept a database. <laughs> Such a ridiculously lower class thing to do. Have a chip buddy. And yet they've given it the name Gatsby. It's like the other week I had one of those Chicago Town mini microwavable pizzas mm. and I folded it into like a calzone so that I didn't have to use a plate. But I wouldn't <laughs> call that like the Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call it being a lazy fat bastard. Though nowadays the Gatsby takes on all shapes, combinations and sizes, including presumably a folded over pizza, that would be fine, you can just call that a Gatsby. Ensuring that you stay filled for less, with the most popular being a fresh foot-long sandwich with French fries. This practice of combining various combinations of food in a singular meal became popular all around Cape Town and everywhere else in the world where <laughs> sandwiches have ever been sold, and continues to grow in popularity, even amongst the wealthier patrons. Poshos like sandwiches too. Everyone likes sandwiches in october 2013 an event in cape town occurred at a waterfront where the chefs prepared a gatsby sandwich that was over eight meters long 
A focus of the event was, per its organisers, to create South Africa's first official heart-healthy Gatsby. I probably shouldn't have made it eight metres. That would be a good way to start with the heart-healthy bit. <laughs> the sandwich was modified to increase fibre content and to lower sodium, saturated fat and total fat, making the sandwich more heart-healthy. And less tasty. <laughs> Significantly less tasty. But massive. So there we go, the Gatsby sandwich. Whoa, whoa, what's this in the sea also? See also, bunny chow, a South African fast food dish <laughs> consisting of a hollowed out loaf of bread filled with curry. That's genius. That is genius. Just scoop out a loaf of bread, because then you get to eat the doughy bits. And yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's like the a start. half the fun. Yeah, yeah. And then for your main course, fill up your empty bread hole <laughs> with curry. I had Isn't a loaf of toast a... once. A loaf of toast. Yeah. Go, go on. I was at a house party when I was about 18. I started eating some toast. And I just continued <laughs> until, until I'd finished the loaf of bread. Just kept putting more rounds and rounds of toast in. What and a someone, pie. I got about halfway through and someone was like, you could eat that whole loaf of toast if you wanted. And I was like, okay, I accept that challenge. So if you are South African and you can explain to us what the difference is between a Gatsby and any other sandwich that might be going, mm. uh, why you're happy to just use that tautology of the phrase a Gatsby sandwich. I'll ask my work colleague because um, like I've been to, he, he's from Cape Town and he was, um, he's had us all round for a braai before, South African barbecue. So how was the braai? It was the first time I'd ever seen a real life gun. <laughs> <laughs> was it in a sandwich? No, it wasn't. It was, it was just, it, it was just out. Um, Are you sure you weren't confused? People just weren't holding their sandwiches as if they were guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a proper gun. The food was good, <laughs> really good. Gatsby's all around. There's some pictures of some Gatsby's, and they, they look quite delicious. But they don't all look the same. They all look like different variants of sandwiches. It's just Subway. It's just That's yeah. All this is. Here's one with calamari and cheese and salad. It looks really nice, but yeah, I wouldn't say oh, that's a really nice. Yep, South African a, delicacy. A chip butty in a French roll, yeah, fine. And another chip butty looking thing. It's just a sandwich. The Sunday Sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lads, 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 lads. Don't say, you don't chant lads, lads, lads like that. Lads, 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 lads. <laughs> Lads, lads, lads. That's it. Lads, lads, lads. Skipping along, being a lad. Skippity skip scop, I'm a lad. Do you know what? Oh, I've seen it wrong. <laughs> I love the Sunday sport. I think it's kind of a brilliant, biting piece of satire. It's fantastic. It's um yeah, it's not it's not it's not just the sun or the Daily Star. There's more to it. <laughs> yeah. The Sunday Sport is a British tabloid newspaper published by Sports Newspapers, which was established in 1986. It prints plainly ludicrous stories such as London bus found frozen in Antarctic ice or <laughs> World War II bomber found on the moon. And lots of tits. Lots, lots of, of tits. I feel like that, that, that the opening paragraph hasn't mentioned that it's mainly a tit-focused newspaper is yeah. missing the and crux of what makes the Sunday sport the Sunday sport. I'd love to be the person, though, that picks up the Sunday sport and thinks that he's like, did you hear that they found that bomber on the moon? You, this is my nan. No, that's brilliant. My nan I love that people do that. The Sunday sport and it's like, oh, did you hear that? Like the guy that put like cream eggs up his bum and stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> Broke the record. <laughs> you got 12 out there. It must be such a fun place to watch. How do you eat yours? Well, <laughs> reverse. The Sunday Sport was started in 1986. The first issue on sale was dated September 14th, 1986. Its original publisher was David Sullivan. Advertising in the Sunday Sport was once the responsibility of Sullivan's protege, Karen Brady, who went on to become managing director of Birmingham City Football Club. The apprentice lady. Yeah. Yep, that's how she got a big break. And David Sullivan um, owns West Ham football club wow I didn't know that I love Karen I love Karen Good. I have no idea she is yeah you do you know who Karen know Brady Karen is, Brady click, is. On her, click on her face click on her face Phil I'm clicking on Karen Brady's name <laughs> right <laughs> the Baroness Brady nope nothing you don't know uh, who is she She on The Apprentice sometimes she's like a businesswoman I've never watched The Apprentice just let's just move on he's well, beyond help <laughs> he is isn't he am I yeah should I have watched The Apprentice? Of course you should. The Apprentice is the only one I watch now. I've got, I've given up on Big Brother. I've given nah. up on all of them. I stick to The Apprentice. But isn't it full of revolting human beings? Yeah. Yes. But why would I want to facilitate their existence? So you can look at them and go, look how revolting they are, and then tell your friends. I want the world to be full of nice people. Well, you can't have Sometimes that. Sometimes it's nice to have a bit of entertainment that's just full of awful people that you can sneer at and think this is awful. Why do you think people listen to this podcast? Yeah, exactly. We're awful sometimes. Some of the things we say, oof, bad. Are they? Yeah, I think so. What, even the things I say? I'm sure you've said something. Yeah. What have I, I like done? That, like all that. You've done that weird voice for starters. <laughs> that was... I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it comes across as so in- innocent, but really. Sullivan sold the paper to sport newspapers, but had to give them a £1.68 million bailout in 2009. The last editor was Nick Appleyard, appointed in September 2007. It had a sister daily title, The Daily Sport. It ceased publication and entered administration on April the 1st, 2011. However, it shortly returned to publication on the 8th of May after it was reacquired by its original publisher, David Sullivan, for £50,000. How can you get £50,000 for something that's gone out of business? I don't know how it works. Is £50,000 a lot? Yes, you know what £50,000 <laughs> is. I know it's... <laughs> I understand the concept, but is it a lot in terms of, like, this? Well, if you're buying a thing that has been proven to go out of business because it can't make any money, then spending any money on it at all seems preposterous. Phil, there's a reason I'm not a businessman, all right? That's what I need you for. <laughs> there's many okay. reasons why you're not a businessman. Sullivan now publishes the paper three times a week as the midweek sport on Wednesdays, the weekend sport on Fridays, and the Sunday sport. Doesn't say what day that's on. Through his company, Sunday Sports 2011 Limited. Nice name. <laughs> Catchy. It always has a salacious edge, mirroring the sun's page three girl, except spread across more of the pages. <laughs> Following the departure of editor-in-chief Tony Livesey in August 2006, the paper moved towards more showbiz content spiced with sex, glamour and unique humour. Most issues come with a free gift, which could be free pints of lager, free downloads, free sex DVDs, or even free tomato ketchup squeezy holders. Oh. Even. <laughs> even free tomato ketchup squeezy holders. Free. The Daily Sport and Sunday Sport helped launch the careers of many Page 3 models, citation needed, <laughs> including Lindsay Dawn McKenzie, Solange Hopp, Cherry D, Zoe Parker, Josie Shaw, and Danny Thompson. 
I've heard of one, one. of those. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah, just the one. The first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we get to find out about the... Uh, I, I, found, been... I found the list of the best headlines. Good, because it, it makes the whole thing sound a lot more reputable than it ever was. Yes. That almost sounded like a proper publication, and it mm. never was that. Yeah, and these, um, these headlines lose something because you can't see the photographs, obviously, because it's a podcast. And these are all, like, big headlines. These are full-page spreads. Front page, usually, aren't they? Front page, yeah, so... Banned from Chinese buffet for shitting in the seaweed. Tired of mozzies biting your bell end? Tried a wanking tent. And then there's a story about a wanking tent that you should go into. My favourite one is um, Gordon Ramsay sex dwarf eaten by badger. (laughs) That's beautiful. I think possibly the most famous one. Ten years ago, the lottery made me a millionaire. Now I suck off dogs for quavers. Yeah, that was quite a famous one. Didn't they also do that one? But they had a picture, this is why it confuses me, of a man shitting in a roof. What this isn't is satire, though, is it? I don't know anymore. Well, no, okay, it's not Okay, it's not satire, but it's, it's poking fun at the ridiculousness of the tabloid industry. But it, this is like, the, you know, the National, is it the National Enquirer in the States pretends to be an authentic publication when obviously it's bullshit. And it's kind of just the same thing, but... But it's it's such a flat and ineffective joke that how's it possibly going to sell a newspaper? Some people are flat and I can imagine seeing that on a newspaper stand and giving it maybe a wry smile and thinking, well, it's never going to make me buy a newspaper. But Phil, you are a certain type of person and you're not the type of person that would ever buy this i get that no, i understand that but i guess my question is who is that type of person because i understand who buys the sun mm. i understand who buys the daily mail i, I understand feel... who buys the independent and the guardian yeah i feel there was a point in my life where it could have been me <laughs> God, like closing doors <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, it's not, at some at some point in my life my late teens if i took a different path spoke to different people I could be reading the Sunday Sport right now, telling all my friends about that man who put those cream eggs up his bum. I don't think you're that far... Like, no offence, but I don't think you're that far off anyway, really. Really? No, not really. Oh, what makes you think of that? Just, like, your general life. My general life. <laughs> <laughs> no scrubs. <gasps> uh, the classic. The classic. No scrubs. And as we all know, no one wants any scrubs. How are you going to get anything done? (laughs) What what is a scrub? Someone that doesn't get any love from me, hanging out the passenger side in his best friend's ride, trying to get a holler out of me. Trying to holler at me. Trying to holler at me. Stop getting TLC wrong. It's it's a a tricky one. It's going back, but I've got a lot there. It's No Never Ever by All Saints. I can recite that by heart. That's it. Yeah, I remember. What was that? <laughs> that was no scrubs. You're not a singer, are you? I think I just proved I am. <laughs> I had this album. Did no, you? Yeah, I don't know why. Well, probably because no scrubs is an amazing <laughs> song. It is good. <laughs> and I was like, I'm having some of that, and then I never listened to the, the album scrub at all. Is a guy who thinks he's fly. Also known as a buster. That's what it is. Ah, the buster. That makes sense. Yeah. No Scrubs is a song recorded by American girl group TLC. Someone left eye in Chile. Who's the T-Boz? T-Boz. T-Boz left eye in Chile. Something like that. 
Have we spoken about TLC on this podcast? I think before? we might have done. I, I think, think we remember have. trying to remember T Boz's name. I yeah, think was part I'm sure of what it we was. Were... It wouldn't have been an article about this, though. Surely. No, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. What it wasn't of what we talk about is actually related to the articles, though, Chris. Point. You know well enough now. Tion, T Boz Watkins, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and Rosonda Chili Thomas. Rosonda, that's a good name, isn't it? Rosonda. It's like risotto. <laughs> no Scrubs is a song recorded by American girl group TLC for their third studio album Fan Mail in 1999 released on January 23rd 1999 as the album's first single No Scrubs became TLC's third number one single and eighth top ten single on the Billboard Hot 100 I don't know any other ones other than No Scrubs Waterfalls, Waterfalls. oh of course oh, Waterfalls God. Waterfalls, and you just think to the rivers and the lakes that you use. That's another to. classic. I know oh. that you're gonna it's have okay. your way or nothing at all, but I think you're moving too fast. <laughs> That's really oh. good. That was good. That's lovely. I got accused of not being a singer. I thought I'd better put that slight on my character to bed. Exactly. It's not a Paul McCartney song, that. Waterfalls? Yeah. No. No, I'm sure it is, or it samples him or something. I can't. I'm, I'm not familiar much of Paul McCartney's solo work. You look that up because I don't think that's right. I think that's right. It also earned them their second Grammy nomination for Record of the Year. They've done well. well apart well, from the one that died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she didn't do quite so well. The song's central metaphor is similar to that of a Paul McCartney song of the same title released 15 years earlier in 1980 on McCartney's album McCartney Two. Scrubs is one of TLC's signature songs and was the second biggest Hot 100 single of 1999 according to Billboard's year-end charts. 1999? I thought it was older than that. Chris, have you ever hung out with your best friend's ride and tried to holler at a girl? Well, like, shout at her? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a sexy way, just like, move! <laughs> Me and you have never gone cruising. Oh no, we have been dogging though. <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, that sounds really bad. Well, we have. You went for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, again, out of context. I mean, yeah, we, we had... Like, that's, yeah, it had, wasn't just me and you, and we didn't actually go... No, we, we, went, we went as a group. We went as a group. No, we were driving past a, a renowned lay-by. On my birthday. Also known as the gay-by, because it's generally um, homosexual sex that goes on there. So we... Yeah, it was Chris's birthday, and we said... We, went out for, we all went out for dinner to a nice seafood yeah. place. <laughs> But the evening was quite short because one of our friends, Brenda again, had eaten too many oysters and she felt really ill. 
Yeah, so we went home. She and on the way come. back, and I drove me, Chris, and our friend Lauren, and we went past the gay bar. So we, went, we were like, should we have a little look? Because it was dark. It was like exciting. What's going on here? Let's see if we can find any sexy fun going on. It's my birthday. Because it's Chris's birthday. <laughs> and we pulled up into this lay-by, and we like drove past a truck, and we pulled up, and couldn't really see anyone about. It was very dark. No action going on. But then we looked behind us, and there was a fully naked man in the truck. Mm. Fully naked. We saw mm. everything. And it was Chris's birthday, so it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in a truck? How could you tell he was fully naked? He was in like the he was in the his light truck. The, the light, light was, was on, on. Um, mm. and he was just standing up in his. See, you turned around from the truck. I, we, I saw it in my rear yeah, view. Yeah, I saw it from. I saw his ass. It wasn't the best present, <laughs> but it was it was fine. It was different. It was a fun day. Yeah, mm. but that's the closest I've come to hollering. hollering. We didn't holler, we got out of there pretty fast. We, yeah, we we've kinda of got freaked out and we're like, we yeah. don't want we don't want to be here, this is scary. The dog in life isn't one for us, I don't think. No. But you you were on Channel Four's yeah. um Secret <laughs> Life of Doggers, I believe. And one of those little masks, little animal masks. Yeah, that was me. Uh, it was the tweed suit that gave it away. <laughs> yeah. That's good, yeah. Right. The Yola Tango that was black from my car. Yola Tango and dogging just go hand in hand. Yeah, everyone knows it. It's true. Should we get back to TLC anyway? Hmm. No, but no scrubs. It's a banger, isn't it? It's a banger. It's a total banger. banger. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a banger. I don't think there'd be many songs that the three of us would agree on banger status. Maybe we should have some sort of list. TLC certified wiki shuffle banger. Mm-hmm. That could be on our Spotify playlist. We We've together. talked about putting together a Spotify playlist, haven't we? Mm. I think that now is the time that we put together a Wiki Shuffle Spotify playlist. Okay. okay, we can. T- the problem is we've had this discussion as well because we'd have to come to an agreement, and I think there will be rows, especially with some of my choices. No, right, we're going to do this before this episode release, and we're we're leaving this in as a uh, vow. When this episode is released, we'll put a link in the show notes to our Spotify playlist, and it's going to have all of the Wiki Shuffle certified bangers. Which we'll discuss on WhatsApp this week. Oh okay. God, this is going to be a long one. And we're going to have five songs each that we've chosen. Okay. That we, we just just songs that we love. That we love. That we love and that we want to share with the world. Something yep. that's a, a little bit more left field, perhaps that maybe people would. Or have if you're Chris, it'll or, be fucking Phil Collins. Uh, or five five <laughs> Phil Collins tracks. Yeah, that's that's fine. But don't just choose in the air tonight. Choose some album tracks. Oh, that one about the homeless. Do that one. Okay. I'll for think. example, I'll don't let me don't let me tempt no, you. No, it's my list. It's, it's my your five. list. Yeah. Maybe I'll put that one in. It's unlikely. I've got five Yola Tango songs to put in there straight off. Okay, that's a good idea. We'll do that. Okay. Great. Good. Yes. Enjoy additional content, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to listen to that. (laughs) Not a chance. Which Madonna song shall I choose? (laughs) Well, you're going to choose Borderline. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You're that predictable. Of course you're going to choose Borderline. And you'll choose choose, um, You Can't Hurry Love. Uh, Yeah, two down. Um, guaranteed both of those will be in there yeah they will be yeah 100% (laughs) (laughs) and the other three I mean it'll be some awful 80s shite no not necessarily yeah we'll see we'll see what happens okay alright let's not preempt this alright so to to begin we'll just we'll have 20 songs on there we'll have 5 from me 5 from Chris 5 from Phil and then we'll have 5 bangers that we've agreed on are bangers and then anything after that is just stuff that might have come up on the programme before S yeah. Club, bit of S Club. You know. This is going to be a, a mixed bag, isn't it? It's it's going to be pretty awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be enjoyable to listen to. I'm putting it on shuffle is going to be a bit strange. Going from Thoughts of Canada straight into what Phil Collins. We, what else have we had on the show? Aqua. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. 
Yep. Cartoon, uh, cartoon heroes. heroes. Yeah. Oh, that would have been one of my picks as well. Oh, now you get a freebie. <laughs> Brilliant. A Damski. We've had a Damski on. Right, yeah. It'll be in the show notes, we promise. And if you're listening to this and it's not in the show notes, then Phil's fucked up. No Scrubs Airplay was astonishing. It was the very first song to peak with over 140 million audience impressions and was crowned the top Airplay song of 1999. It holds the record for most weeks at number one on the rhythmic top 40 with 15 weeks. Unfortunately, that's meaningless because no one's ever heard of the rhythmic top 40. True. Imagine, though, when this song came out, it was it was huge. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good, wasn't it? Chris, you should be a talking head on like. It was I just... love 1999. <laughs> when this great, came out, that's it was great just... insight. Wow, guys, do you remember when this came out? It was brilliant. Everyone loved it. That's what they all are, though. Because I was I was 19 at the time, so I was a bit too cool for this. But even I could recognise then that <laughs> I was a bit too cool for. <laughs> well, I was. What I was actually listening to was Bell and Sebastian and. Bonnie Prince Billy and this yeah, it's, it's was, cool in a kind of yeah but indie I still had time way. for this yeah okay. because this was a banging song there's no no two ways about to, it you know, to be fair when I was 11 I was all about um, garbage and Travis and yeah <laughs> I loved this so you know the futuristic music video directed by Hype Williams so good if you if your parents have called you Hype then you probably ought to go into the business of You'd making music videos what else are you going to do you're not going to work in Wilkinson's are you no not if your name's Hype Williams I don't know these days <laughs> <laughs> what is that just that's either really racist or really classist or both I think it's classist classist okay. <laughs> It was shot on March 18th, 1999 and also received massive airplay on MTV and won the group the 1999 MTV Video Music Award for Best Group Video, beating out favourites NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. They, they were two big hitters in the 90s. They were. The video features the women in three different outfits, white, black, silver and left eye in blue. When there are shots of the women together, they have two different outfits, black and silver. <laughs> T-Boz's hair is fuchsia in the video. It also oh, yeah. features a scene of Chili on a swing singing. It also features T-Boz dancing as well as Left Eye. As Left Eye's rap begins, she is in a garage-like place with white <laughs> clothes on while rapping. Who's written this? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not inaccurate but I'm not sure that they've really got to the crux of what's important about this song or this video. No, it's not quite getting the cultural relevance across, is it? It also shows her practising fighting moves in a futuristic blue outfit. One of the final scenes shows TLC fighting each other while also dancing and having fun. It's hard to do all those three things at the same time. Thanks for listening again to Wiki Shuffle episode 56. Um, we've been on some stuff. Chris, you've been on Fail Critics. And Phil, you've been on Fail Critics. Yeah, yes. we've both done yeah. that. And that was fun. Yep, you um, had a chat about Netflix originals, Phil. We were talking about Netflix on my episode, which will be up and listenable now, if you're listening to this fresh. Okay, and Chris, yours will... I haven't, I haven't, I'm so far behind on podcasts and it's kind of stressing me out. Have you been on Fail Critics Yeah, I've been all right. You did Dad's Army, remember? Oh, you did Dad's, Dad's yeah, Army and Trumpo, now. yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it was fun. It was, yeah, I liked it, I liked doing film stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. We've done Pick a Flick as well. You've done Pick a Flick, and you spoke about Synecdoche, uh, New York, yes. which I didn't get on with, and you spoke about um, Memento, which I hate. 
And yet I still enjoy listening to it. Okay, well, that's good. So, yeah, I don't like Memento either, but I do absolutely adore Synecdoche, New York. And it was great fun to talk about one of my favourite films of all time. So that's always nice. And they're friends of the show. So go and listen to Pick a Flick yep. and Failed Critics. Definitely. If you, if you have any interest in film, um, you must do that. And my episodes of A Little Bit Racy are coming up at some point in the coming weeks. I'm not sure what order that Ooh, they're we'll airing that in. When they're out. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll give them another plug at some point in the future. But, yeah, yep. the Series 3 of A Little Bit Racy has started now, so give that a try. Excellent. So if you want any more of us, we're out there. Yeah, why wouldn't um, you? Why wouldn't, we've, only, we've only released, like, 19 episodes in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. Is that it? That's it. Okay. That's what else has been happening in the world, though? Facebook... We got. I put. Oh, oh um, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I put an advert. I wrote a um, a a plug for episode fifty five last week, and it tickled me a bit. I quite enjoyed it, so I thought I'll put a couple of quid. Facebook. Quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed my own writing. Own, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I threw a couple of quid Facebook's way so that it would be promoted to other people, and then they started doing that, and then it got banned. It got banned by Facebook. I am too controversial for social media. That's. That's it. That must be what it is. Yeah, I think they can't, they can't hold you hold you down. Apparently, and I'm not entirely. They've not given me the reason why it was banned, but I did in the text of the advert call Ian Duncan Smith a knobhead. So that's fair. Uh, well, exactly. You know, I could back it up it's with more evidence. More than fair. Yeah, yeah. So that, that might have been what happened there. Do you yeah. get your money back? No, bloody didn't. See, what well, they just cancel it and take your money? They cancelled. Well, they they didn't. They'd already shown a certain couple of thousand people the advert, yeah. so they charged me for that. But then they didn't charge me anymore. Beyond uh, okay, that, so. right, fair enough. Wiki Shuffle. Find us everywhere on the internet. Uh, you can find us individually as well on the Twitters. Chris Wallace one two three for Chris. Mm-hmm. Film. You are P E Sharman. I am. And I'm Duke. And you can find me on Instagram as well at Duke Stevens. S T E V E N S. I'm plugging this because um, I like Instagram now. I know. So I follow really me on Instagram. I'm doing the daily shuffles on our Instagram account, and I'm enjoying doing that. But I don't really understand what Instagram itself is for. I don't. It's just it's people's. Not a surprise, Phil. It, well, no, it's just no. no it's I not do, me I being do. old. It's the fact that I don't want to look at pictures of people's coffee. I don't want to look at no, that. No, well, that's why you don't follow people who post pictures of coffee. I just follow anybody that follows us. I post pictures of things I've seen. Nice, nice, pretty things. places yeah, and stuff. That's true. It's really yeah. good. It's probably the best Instagram account out there. It is doing well. So there you go. Probably the best, yeah. More pictures of dogging laybys than you can get <laughs> just about anywhere Did else. Did we take a picture? No, we didn't. Oh. No. <laughs> Birthday ruined. Next time. Next year. There's always your 30th. Uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify now. At least oh, yeah. we'll be by, we will we're be by be, the time we? you're listening to this. Are we? Yeah. We don't have to be. We've promised. We've, we've made a solemn pledge to our listenership. Like 10 minutes ago. Oh, the Spotify playlist. Yeah. I thought, no, I'm oh, sorry, I, because Spotify are doing podcasts now. Oh, yeah, no, so not I for thought, us, they're not. Right, okay. No, invitation yeah. only. Fuck exactly, you, that's Spotify. why I was, I, you Fuck got me you, excited Spotify. then. I was like, <laughs> no. have we made it onto Spotify? No, we yeah. don't want to be on Spotify. Fuck you. Yeah, You're fuck not you, invited Spotify. us. We're not interested anyway. You can keep your Mark Maron and your cereal. Fine. Whatever. I think I'm really tempted to try and get into some proper beef with Mark Maron. Don't really have a problem with him, but that could be good for us. I like us. Mark Maron. Get, get into some beef with, yeah, Sarah Koenig from Cereal or Joe Rogan or someone Mark Maron no I'll, I'll take him on you won't take Mark Maron I'll take him down crush you like a bug I will take him down no, you won't I am too quick for him <laughs> really not <laughs> uh, no just podcast no. wars I think that's a good angle for us to go at you know 
Some real proper vindictive shit. Not not play fighting. Proper okay. mean ass vindictive shit. All right. Well, let's take first off. We'll take down um, failed critics. <laughs> <laughs> take it down from the inside. Um, next time, is, are you recording one, Chris? Soon. Uh, I've got a pick a flick in. Oh, two pick weeks. flick. Okay. Well, let's ruin pick a flick then. You just destroy. I don't it. have to try. Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah. out by ten and up. Yeah. Uh, send us a postcard. Uh, we're very, very close. If you've already sent us a postcard, and we have had a few, thank you very much, we love you. Uh, you've not got your postcard back yet, but it's imminent. It turns out that the process is a bit longer-winded than we expected, <laughs> eh, Chris? <Yeah>. And <laughs> But it's imminent. So do send us a postcard, and we will send you one back eventually. God knows how much stamps are going to be by the time we actually get round to it. But we will, and we're keeping a list, and we will be sending out postcards to anybody that sends us any stuff. And you can send us a postcard at wikishufflehq1bheadlandsketteringnn157er, or Twitter us. Our combined Twitter is at wikishufflepod. Yeah, bye, I guess. Yeah. See ya. It's been fun. leap year. Happy leap year. Bye. 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 